Carlin, Chappelle, Seinfeld, they owe a huge debt to a man that passed away. His name was uh, Mort Saul, and he revolutionized stand-up comedy. He passed away at the age of 94. Born in Montreal, I believe, spent most of his life in San Francisco, uh, where he moved to after at a, at a very young age. His, his parents moved them to the States. Uh, here's a little example of his comedy. Have a listen. If you're sightseeing, you know, if any of the CBS crew is sightseeing, you might want to take a look at our bridges. Uh, during the war, they were protected by the National Guard, so that uh, which now moderates a jazz festivals where students riot. That's a right. <laughs> That's a, a National Guard. You've seen pictures of them hitting students, and it's a uh, it's a sort of a vicarious thrill. It's the closest thing to hitting an intellectual. It isn't the same, but anyway. <laughs> so. At any rate, it's a, they usually come down with shotguns and warn the kids. It's, you know, uh, drop those beer bottles and come out of that phone booth. Right? <laughs> All of you, right? <laughs> anyway, uh, we have one bridge you've got to see called the Richmond Sanderfeld Bridge, which took four years to build. And uh, if it's finished now, we don't know, but <laughs> it has a large dip in it to allow navigational access for ships without you know, opening it all the time, which you couldn't do. We keep people from getting to work and all. So it has this dip, and most people interpreted that at the time as you know, the engineers losing interest as they made their way. <laughs> anyway. Mark Breslin, CEO and co-founder of Yuck Yucks, joins the show right now to talk about the life of uh, Mort Saul. Um, Mark, last time we spoke, Norm MacDonald had passed away, and it seems to be a sad reality. Uh, this tends to be the only time we talk, so... <laughs> Um, I'm hoping that next time we talk for uh, more positive reasons, but I think it's important to talk about who Mort Saul is. I actually just became familiar with him uh, yesterday uh, after I found out that he had passed, but we all owe him a great, great, a debt of gratitude for taking, you know, comedy out of vaudeville and turning it into something we know now, which is uh, the stand-up comedy and, uh, you know, social commentary that we all know and love and laugh to. You knew Mort Saul. Why was he so important? Well, Mort wrote the playbook on everything that is modern stand-up comedy. And he did it really early. As early as 58, 59, he was doing his shows at the Hungry Eye in San Francisco. And that was a tiny little club. I think it held like 60 people. But the media descended upon it because he was doing material that was unlike anything else anybody had ever done. And on top of that, he didn't look like what comics looked like in those days. In those days, you wore a suit. You wore um, a jacket and tie. You wore a tuxedo when you went on stage. And Mort had the audacity to dress like a, a college professor, which in many ways he was, and uh, come on in a, an open neck shirt with a cashmere V-neck. Uh, and uh, a rolled-up newspaper, and just start talking about what he found in the news, which was amazing. Now, it wasn't like it was improvised. He'd rehearsed it, of course, but the, the illusion was that he was just reading the paper, and, oh, look at this, and then he would start talking. Now, as you learn from that clip, um, he went way beyond the conventional setup, punchline, setup, punchline, setup, punchline structure, and the laughs come along the way uh, mm -hmm. in the story, and that was completely revolutionary. Look, a lot of people think that Lenny Bruce was really the, you know, sort of father of real modern stand-up comedy, but more predates him by a good, uh, you know, five years. And uh, is just, if you listen to old Mort Saul records, um, you'll hear uh, observational comedy. You'll even hear him playing with the audience, which nobody did before Mort. 
And of course, that's considered such a, an obvious thing to do now. But Mort was the first. Mort was the first in so many ways. And yet, you say that you weren't really aware of him till, uh, till today or till yesterday, till he died. Yeah. And that's unfortunate because I would say that that's true for most people. His career was kind of over by the late 60s. Um, he still worked. He still did things. Um, he still made a living. But he was not famous in the way he was in the 50s and 60s when he was really, really famous. He was on the cover of Time magazine. Wow. You know? he, he, it sounds to me like what you describe his comedy. He was the first one to have an intimate experience with the audience, which is so important, especially now uh, for comics that are out there. I, I, I read that Lorraine Newman uh, bombed one night on stage and he went up to her and she never forgot it. He said they just didn't want to listen. Um, kind of instilling uh, that, you know, it's it's just the relationship can change night to night with a stand up comedy, uh, you know, in a stand up comedy uh, situation with the audience. Right. Right. Although, you know, I don't think that Mort bombed a lot because he got his own audience. People who went to see a Mort Saul show knew what they were getting. Um, but there would be no Bill Maher today, for instance. Uh, I think Bill Maher may be the closest um, uh, uh, descendant of the act that Mort was doing. Uh, there would be no Bill Maher today if not for Mort Saul. Now, something about Mort, um, which uh, I'm not sure this has been uh publicized a lot, but his career was kind of killed by his relationship with John F. Kennedy. Um, he, which was both in, in two different ways. Uh, Mort believed that uh, to be a comic, especially the kind of comic he was, was to be the official opposition. And of course he went, he became famous for attacking Eisenhower at the beginning of his career uh, and all the liberals loved him for it. But then when Kennedy became president, he started attacking Kennedy too. And he said, well, look, uh, I, I'm, I'm an equal opportunity satirist. I have to do this. This is my job. Uh, but then when Kennedy was killed, um, Mort was absolutely convinced before most people that it wasn't a single shooter. It was not just Oswald and joined with Jim Garrison uh, to try to expose uh, a conspiracy. And when he would go on talk shows as the most famous comedian in America, he wouldn't be funny. He would only want to talk about the JFK assassination, and he, he never recovered from from that. Never. That's fascinating. Now, you you met and had a, a relationship with Mort Saul. Uh, what's your story with Mart, Mort? Well, um, I opened up my first full-time Yuck Yucks in 1978, and in 1979, I wanted to do something special for our first-year anniversary. So I thought, well, who's the, the greatest comic I could possibly get? And I thought, Mort Saul. Everybody told me, don't go after him because he's an impossible person. He'll make your life miserable. He's so tough on everybody. But, you know, I thought, well, I don't care. I'm going to do it anyway. I, I, I got the booking. He came in um, and he was fantastic to deal with. We got along terrifically. When I opened up my club in Montreal two years later, I used him to uh, open it up. Um, but he was he was really difficult. Um, I remember one uh, one year probably would have been in the late 80s. Uh, he was in um, he was scheduled to do just for laughs in Montreal. And I was there. And he called me and said, will you pick me up at the airport? And I said, more I don't work for just for laughs. I said, I, I don't care. I just want you to pick me up at the airport. So I picked him up at the airport. And he was infuriated. He was so angry because he had to go through customs and they asked him a lot of questions. And he I remember his line. He said to me, it's like Czechoslovakia out there. And I thought it was funny that he would use Czechoslovakia, not Russia, or because uh, that's very more. It's very more mm -hmm. to be very precise. 
Um, so um, I said on the way to the um, to the hotel, I said, so, Mort, you're on a great show with um, uh, Colin Quinn and John Stewart. He said, what do you mean I'm on a show with these people? I said, yeah, <laughs> you're on a show with these people. He said, no, that's not what they told me. They told me I was doing the show alone. Oh, geez. Said, no, you're, you're, you're not. You're, it's an evening of political comedy. Said, these guys are lightweights. Turn around. And we turned around the cab, went back to the airport, and he got on the plane without actually even going into Montreal. Wow, what a great story. Uh, and, and a man that obviously uh, stuck to his con- convictions, and that was why he changed comedy. Mark, I want to thank you for your time. I, I'm, I'm unfortunately at the end of the show, so i got to say adieu uh, to you. But thanks so much for joining us, and hopefully next time we talk, no one has passed. I hope so, too. That would be really nice. Day. You, Cheers. too. Mark Breslin, CEO and co-founder of Yuck Yucks.